Blog Talk Radio. Why is that not saying anything? It usually has my audio. Don't you like how I did that? Usually has my little jingle. I guess not today. You're just going to see here Natalie just say a bunch of stuff. Anyway, you have chatting with Nat. Call me Natalie Jean or Natalie Jean. And today we have the honor of having singer-songwriter Nita Perez. Yes, I said it. The one and only. Nita Perez is a multi-talented singer-songwriter and producer who has been attracting listeners from all over the world with her beautiful, soulful voice. From a very young age, Nita knew she wanted to be involved in the entertainment industry in some way. In addition to music, she has had experience in dancing and modeling, although music has always been her passion. Nita started singing and performing with a local kids' band when she was six years old. They were invited to perform at various places near where she lived. Through this, she was able to find her love of singing, which helped focus and develop her into the artist come today. Coming from the New Orleans area, Nita was surrounded by the many diverse musical influences with the culture there. Played an integral part in developing her soulful signature sound that has influenced her music today. In 2019, Nita met producer Philip. I hope I said that right. Connect. Yeah. Soon after, he started working with her to develop her voice further. From there, they began working on Nita's debut album, There's a World. She has been celebrated by her fans all over the world, as well as music industry colleagues. Let's give her a round of applause. Hi, Nita. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you, Natalie? Uh, I like to tell people I'm still alive. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's been crazy. I mean, let's just say it. Last, uh, whew, last, uh, what I was going to say, past three years have just been very crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's been like, okay, what's going on here? You know, sometimes I have to pinch myself. Uh if we're still living in the 21st century, because a lot of the things that we've gone through, I mean, a pandemic, who knew, you know, who knew that something like that could come into our lives in the 21st century where things evolved in regards to science, you know what I mean? So, you know, so the question is, how have you been? A pandemic, you know, tsunamis, earthquakes, uh, Roe versus Wade, elections, George Floyd. Let's see, pand- uh, COVID had some babies. We had some cicadas around here. Uh, Polio is trying to make a comeback. Viruses are trying to come back. <laughs> a lot, a lot has happened. Um, how have you been? How have you dealt with all this? I I I think I've been better off than most, honestly, during the pandemic. During the pandemic was when I got um, most of my, my music done, and I got a lot of work done during the pandemic. So um, it was actually a pretty good time for me, um, thankfully. I know so many things happened to so many people. It's horrible, but um, I had a um, pandemic. I did get COVID, though. Mm. <laughs> that was not pleasant at all. No, but, um, I, I think. 
more fortunate than most. Yeah. Me too. I got the first one, the bad one. Uh, and then I got it again this past year after going to the Grammys. So. Yippee! Oh. <laughs> uh, and I and I was wax zack boosted. That's how I say things. Everything I was shot up in me, but I still got it. But you know, that's the way things go. That's the way things rock at this point. Um, yeah. So obviously, we know that the pandemic lost lives. Um, Lock limbs are going through long-term COVID. I have long-term COVID, um, but there are there are pros, like you just talked about, creating music during this time. So what I noticed what was going on in the world during the pandemic is that people, like family, time together, which is, shouldn't be weird, but people are always going at a fast pace. I don't think people think about the fact that they don't they're not spending enough time around them, those that are close to them. You know, I had colleagues where they decided to cut back on work because, you know, they realized they weren't spending enough time with, like, oh, okay, I can't work this hard. I got to work hard. You know, climate change, my God, when we were not in the street, the pollution level went significantly. So people don't believe in climate change. They need to do some research. But um, (laughs) animals were really happy. Mother Nature was like, oh, you know, maybe they won't come back. We have to live. Um, you had a lot of people that quit their job, quit their job. They're just like, okay. Ooh. Yeah, there were a lot of articles <laughs> on that. And so the reason why they quit their jobs is because um, they real, the, the pandemic actually was a shock to our system, really. And so what it did is said, okay, the pandemic made you think, okay, my life, I, I really could die right now. So a lot of people had in their heads, okay, I need to have a job. But I need to do something that I'm happy with, not a job where, okay, I, this job just pays the bills. So people decided to quit their jobs to go passion. So they want to do something where, you know, they go, they go to work, they're actually happy, they're making a living, you know, they have food in their stomach, clothing on their back, they have a place where that came from. And then there are people like you and I, okay? Some people decided, artists that that decided to create music, albums, EPs, tracks, singles. Some artists decided to rebrand. Some artists decided, I'm not doing this music thing anymore. Um, So what I'm trying to say is that self-introspection. You know, some artists decided, oh, I want to be a more effective player in this music business. Um, So during this time, I know you created something, but did you think about your whole career and think about who you want to be perceived as an artist? during this time, what did you think about? Well, I think I'm definitely just starting out with, um, like, a recording career. Um, mm-hmm. okay. I I like the way that my, my I guess, the quote-unquote brand is going so far. Um, okay. I'm, since it's just the beginning, I'm not exactly sure where I want to go from here, like how I want to branch out or how I want to, to brand or rebrand or any of these things, but I'm, I'm excited for, for what the future holds and whatever I decide. Um, I've, yeah, I'm just, I'm super excited to actually be in the business and to be creating music that other people can enjoy. So, so I don't have like a, like a fluid, like a, a set direction just yet. Very interesting. I find that very interesting. 
back in our well, back in my day, I'm gonna I'm gonna age myself right now, and I and I can hate when, <laughs> I hate when I say back in my day because it's like I used, when I was younger, it's like oh, I, I'm never gonna say that, but I say it all the time now. So, um, so I was because I, when I was younger, I loved Elvis Presley. I I just grew up on it. My whole family was, and I just watched finished watching the Elvis movie and. I, it. Um, but it was interesting uh, because it was de- done from a different point of view. And it talked about the goals that achieve. And one thing is that when you're an artist, you definitely want to know what you want to do with your music. And so there's there's different aspects of things, okay? Doing it for the fame. You know, you want to go out there. You want to make lots of money, have a big house, be a celebrity. Number two, uh, you're doing great music you have a great voice you want to um share your life stories or your writing to other people you know for three you want to be an effective player meaning that you know what you want your music to make a difference um you want people to resonate with and your experiences and to let people know that whatever you're writing about you've been through or even if it's made up you know, somebody's been through that stuff and, and somebody can come and say, you know what? Right now I need to listen to Nita Perez because she gets me. I need to hear that voice because it's so beautiful. So, you know, I would, I would, if I were you, I would take some time to think about that because obviously you're extremely talented. And so when you have a goal in mind for your life, it makes it even better. I wasn't saying that like I don't have a, a, like an end goal for for my my music. I mean, I do want to um, mm-hmm. uplift and inspire people, and I want to be a um, a competent player. I I meant like I don't have um like a how do you say it? like um I don't want to inspire people like in a certain way. I guess like there's not like a certain direction yeah. that I'm going in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I, I do want to become like a competent so you, player. So you do have an end goal because you just gave it to me. Yeah, I have, you, yeah. you want to inspire people. And and when, when I ask the question about the goal stuff, it's not like, okay, in five years, I want to be here. It's more about you as the artist and what you want to bring to other people. Maybe I should have re- rephrased the question. Sorry about that. But you just gave <laughs> yeah, me your end because you want to inspire people. And I think that's phenomenal. I think that's fantastic. Because, you know, there's so many people that want to get into this music game and it's all about them. And they just, oh, I'm gonna, I want to be famous and I want to do this and I want to do that. There's nothing wrong with that if that's what they want. But I love artists like you. They say, you know what? I want to inspire people. I oh, want to bring you. Beautiful. Absolutely love, 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 love it. I absolutely love artists like you. Because we need more people like you in the world. Now, thank you. How, you're welcome. How did Nita Perez get into the music business? Did you come out of the womb? And it was like <laughs> you were like, okay, I'm out now. I'm gonna do music. Or was it something that you heard? You saw what motivated you? Motivated you? What grabbed you to do to say, okay? Music and Nita just have to go together. That's all I'm doing is music. Well, 
my mother is a musician. She plays um, the bass, and she okay. she plays. She used to play the bass in New Orleans. Um, so music is always part of my life. I've always had instruments around the house. Always had like drums and like basses and guitars and um, and things like that. So right. it's always been like a big part of my life. Um, and then I started hearing music on the radio. Like I said, I, it sounds funny to say, but I think my first big inspiration was Fergie. Like I was, my mom always tried to introduce me to like Latin influences and things like that because um, she wanted me to be more in touch with my culture. So oh, um, yeah, I always listened to things like that. Um, and then I, I got, so I, I think mentioned in my, my bio, so it, I started playing with this kids band and I got up on the stage and I just never wanted to get off. I, I just, I really loved um, being on the stage and people enjoying my music and my voice. And I, I just loved, um, I just loved doing music. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I know that for me, um, music has been uh, my saving grace. I mean, it's the place where, what I love about music is that it's a place where everybody can get along. If you ever watch a concert, everybody's just vibing to music and bumping another. <laughs> They're just doing their thing. It's very powerful. And I always tell every artist that gets on my podcast that music is our superpower. Because somebody could listen to your music and say, my God, Nita Perez just put me in the greatest mood. Nita Perez gets me. I'm going to keep listening to Nita Perez because she's done something for me today. So you have a superpower. You just have to remember that. You've got a superpower to, uh, to do many things, to transform people's lives. Um, you know, it can, music can move mountains. Um, music has the power to heal. You know what I mean? I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a I story like that... that. Okay. No, go ahead. No, I, I was I was thinking I, I like the way that you like you put that like music is a superstar. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Plan to get t-shirts made. Plan <laughs> <laughs> to get t-shirts made. Music is my superpower. Um, and the story there's a story I like to tell. You know, I met this woman this past year, and she was she she had a show. She performed, and this guy came up to her and said, or guy girl, I don't know, and said, um. Your, your your show was great. It was awesome. You know, I just wanted to tell you something. I was going to go home and kill myself. And then I learned, and then I listened to your show. I watched your performance and it changed my entire mind. I'm going, you gave me the will to live. So when people think they're not making a difference in somebody else's lives just by singing, they are so wrong. They are so wrong. This is our, and I keep saying it, this is our power. We, 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 we're doing our thing. And so when people are out there, any, anytime anybody's just like, okay, um, I just don't want to do this. I know for myself when I say I don't want to do this music thing anymore because I say it all the time. Um, something will happen in my life. Someone <laughs> email me and say, oh, I love this song. And then I'll say, okay. That's okay. The message just came through. I'm going to keep doing it, but you know, it's kind of crazy out here. How important <laughs> is it for you to be authentic in your life and as an artist? I I think it's it's pretty important for me. Like I know um it's it, you know it's hard to be authentic 
like 100% of the time it's hard to let people see through like um like the filter that you want to put on um mm. and the way that you want to represent yourself um but i think i've i've tried very hard to keep myself as authentic as possible um right. while also not being awkward <laughs> but um <laughs> i Thing that comes with time though um I'm, i mean i'm still a teenager so i know i'm bound to be a little bit awkward um <laughs> but um i'm i i think it's it's pretty important for me i know that phil has has kind of um has said to me over and over again it's, it's the most important thing for you as an artist to to be um authentically you and to make sure that nobody changes what you want to do and like what what your goals are and who you want to be as as an artist and i think um, that's a very important message for for all young artists, um, especially young artists who have. I agree. I agree. But let me tell you something. Awkward, awkward is beautiful. Awkward is. Be- I love awkward people. You know why? <laughs> They're just being themselves. You you need you you should be your awkward self. I mean that is just a beautiful thing. I love it. You know, people think I'm crazy and awkward and weird. I love it. Let them think that. Because that's my uniqueness. <laughs> who I am. That's I'm authentically me. You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have... Awkward. Yeah, and you know I have a song called Authentically Me. <laughs> um, and it's just greater when you're just yourself. You, you, yeah, you're young, you're a teenager, and most teenagers can be awkward, and that's okay because that's the time period for that. You know, and what what's beautiful about that, too, is that when you let that out, everybody else that's kind of awkward will say, oh, my God, if Nita Perez can do it, I can do it, too. I can be as awkward as I want, and I'm okay with me. And that's a beautiful thing. So I tell you to bring out your awkwardness because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you now, people are going to love it. Paper, uh, along with a beautiful voice and awkwardness, that is just, for me, that's just perfection. And I, I don't think anything is perfect, but I think that's perfection. Um, you know, we all, we, all, we all go through things in life, but the best thing is to be authentic, let me tell you. So while we were going through this pandemic, one of the things I did was, um, I, I did all these webinars and seminars, and especially one on TikTok, it was like, it's called Cap University. And they were saying how the videos that did the best were the ones where people were just being themselves, authentic. And why? Because when they're looking at somebody like Nita Perez, they think, well, I can be like her. But if they're looking at Beyonce or just Justin Bieber or whoever, you know, they're not thinking, well, I can be like them. They're like, okay, these are my favorite artists, but you know, I can't be like them, but I can be like Nita Perez. Because she's authentic. She gives me the vibe. She gives me the feel, so to speak. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I like your awkwardness. I like it. I might I might get a t-shirt that says, I love Nita Perez. <laughs> to get a t-shirt that says that. Because I, I think, I, I for me right now, I love talking to you. Because you're being yourself, and I listen. There's some people that come on here. Uh, uh-uh, they're not. Um, but you're being yourself, and I, and I absolutely love it. Now, 
What is what? What honor do you do? I hate people hate that question. I'm gonna ask it anyway because I hate that question you, too. Um, you cut out for a little bit. What did you what, what what genre of music do you do? I know you're a singer songwriter, but Ooh. um, I believe that my style of of um of music that I've written is uh, more folkish. Um, okay. A little bit more like meditation music. Um, okay. But the music, um, the music that I do in um, the band that I perform in sometimes is actually like rock and um, like old rock and things like that. And I I wanted to bring that into my um, my music a little bit more, but I haven't found the right way to just yet. But we might see that a little bit in the future, hopefully. Oh, I can't wait. I think that's going to be super awesome. Um, now, what is your writing process like, um, your songwriting process like? And if you have writer's block, how do you deal with that? Oh, I have so much writer's block. It's ridiculous. Um, so my writing process, it's not in um it's not a a clean method i suppose i sit down i have like a burst of energy and then i don't touch it for a couple of days and i come back and try to think of something else to write um i have a lot of unfinished projects that i do want to get back to um one way that i've learned to get over writer's block is i used to do this i guess it was called like a 3 minute challenge okay and you pick two words you pick two words and then you take three minutes and you just write down the first thing that you can think of. Um, and then you go back and you look at it. And if you see if anything's salvage- salvageable, then good. Uh, you keep that. And then you try again and try again. That's actually a good plan. I have one person that I interviewed where she did something where 30 day songwriting challenge. I said I was going to try to do it. But listen, I, <laughs> I'm so frustrated um, I have writer's block. I yell at the screen or the piece of paper and I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to walk away. And funny, the next day, everything just flows. It's ridiculous. Um, so I'm the type of person that can't be forced to write. Like I have to be in the mood to write. I have to be motivated. It's like, cause there's times where I can just sit down within minutes, song is written. And there are other times where I'm like, Oh my gosh, why isn't anything coming through? Now, where is the easiest place you've ever come up with a song idea and just started, like, maybe saying something in a voice recorder or writing something down? Um, I think the easiest place – wait, well, okay, you asked me what the easiest place that I've ever written a song was. What was the, the, weird, the weirdest place you've ever written a song, where a song the idea just – oh. yeah. Okay, so, I mean, I guess it isn't a weird place. But I have a lot of song ideas in the shower. Oh, my gosh, The yes. thing is, yes, yeah, <laughs> the thing is about having song ideas in the shower, you got to make sure that you have, like, a phone or, like, right. some sort of recording. Because, yeah. yeah, they should come <laughs> up with, like, a marketing idea for songwriters where they just have, like, the recorder in the bathtub with you so you can just, like, turn it on and then start singing because they have great acoustics in the bathroom. It's unreal. I, I um, love you. I love you. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> so I keep I come up with the best stuff in the shower so I'm with you on that one but you know I'm getting older can't remember I will get out of the shower and repeating the thing repeating and then by the time I get to my phone I'm like what did I say how did that be go so 
I was uh, interviewing somebody else, and they were t- they told me that there's a thing called uh, a waterproof notepad that you actually can put on the shower wall. Comes with a pencil or pen. I actually bought that thing and not not used it. It's ridiculous. But you can put that on there. You can write on it. And I thought, yeah, that's that's a really cool idea. However, I have my own idea. It's something that you just talked about. Like I want to create a gadget that you can put in the shower that's waterproof. So you don't have to grab a phone. All you do is hit the play button or the record button, and you can record your vocals. Everything that you want. Yeah. You heard it here. It's like a. <laughs> so like a mini recorder. I th- I mean I think yeah. that would smell like hotcakes. I just gotta find somebody to create the gadget for me. I I, I just I I yeah. just. I mean, if there's so many people, they're like, "Yep, the shower is where it is," and so I say, well, "Why do you think that is?" And they say, "You know, you're by yourself and you're relaxed, and water is extremely soothing." So I think we let ourselves go, and then the 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 just the magic of music just comes out of our head. It's just it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of oh interesting. Gosh. I'm the going to peak of consciousness. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's just, it's just an amazing, it's just, my God, I could have written hundreds of songs right now if I could remember any of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I'm going to play your song. Now, he sent me this song, and I just wrote Wisdom here. Wisdom of the Goddess, I think he sent me, uh, Phil sent me. Tell me what that's about. Okay, so a while back, probably in 2020, um, my teacher, my mom and I's teacher, um, she's been our teacher for probably like 10 years. Um, she had asked me if I would write a song dedicated to Tara. And I kind of narrowed that down. I specifically chose Saraswati because she's my patron goddess. She's, um, she's a goddess of music and intelligence. Um, so I got out my mom's textbooks and I, I did a lot of research of what they've said about her. Um, mm. And I wrote down some lyrics and um and I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do for chords and melody. So I went to Phil okay. and I asked him, would you help me? Okay, so sure. And we wrote down um, the melody and we got the chords down and we had recorded it. Um, originally, it was just supposed to be for, um, for Taradatu. It was just supposed to be for, for Prima Dasara is the, um, the name of the organizer. Um, okay. Phil, had, Phil had decided that it was, it, was, it was really pretty and that we would um, try to release it. And they kind of got pushed aside by some other projects. Like I said, it was it was probably around 2020 that the idea formulated, and it just okay. came out. Um, it, yeah, it's kind of like the the the, <laughs> the um the formation story <laughs> of the song. Alrighty, well, let me play it.
my God, that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> that was awesomely beautiful. You have a great voice. Um, your voice would definitely work well in sync and licensing, like for for film, documentaries, television. Um, you know, that song reminded me a little bit of Enya. Do you know who Enya is? But I do know who Enya is. I think my um, my mom knows her, or somebody somebody in our group knows her. But yes, ma'am. <laughs> she is, I, I can uh, see that. She, yeah, no, the sound, it just reminded me of that. And so that sound, you know, I picture, I mean, you could picture somebody uh, driving along the coast and just listening to that song. Um, yeah, definitely needs to get in there. Now, how did you meet Phil? How did that co- all come about? Well, um, I had wanted to learn how to play piano. Mm-hmm. Um, because I wanted to, to articulate my ideas with other with others okay. because I wasn't I wasn't able before, and okay. um, I had taken some in person classes, but the teachers didn't really stick with me. <laughs> um, I had some negative experiences with teachers in person, um, and then so my mom started looking online because she wanted to find me somebody um, who could teach me piano. Um, and she was scrolling through, and she was looking through, and then she finds Phil's profile, and okay. and in his bio has like his hair down, and he's looking very majestic at the camera, and um, his bio, I like his bio, um, and so she signed up like a couple classes with him, um, and it just it really just stuck. Um, he's been so patient, and he's just like the <laughs> the best teacher that person could have asked for. Um, and at first I just started with piano um, and then we kind of added vocals on top of that. So it's probably been about three or four years that I've been, I've been um, working with Phil. It's, it's been, <laughs> it seems like such a long time, even though it feels like just been like, oh, it's been a hurricane these last few years. <laughs> uh, like, like a good way. <laughs> I, I, I believe you. I believe it was all a good way. Um, what do you love most about being an artist? I I think art, not just like music, but like art in general, is just a, a great way to express yourself. Um, and for people who have had trouble expressing themselves in, in ways that they can't, like just in, in prose. Um, I know I've had trouble expressing myself in the past, but it's, I wouldn't say it's an easy way of expression because it definitely it takes a lot of yourself to right. to create expressive art, but it it's comprehensive for people who aren't able to communicate in a certain way. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not easier per se. It's just it feels more natural for me. Okay. I get that. I completely understand that. Um, now, you are also working on a collaboration with one of my collaborators, uh, Mr. Kit <laughs> Wake, uh, who yeah. is, um, by the way, he's very awesome. I love Kit. Phil um, um, <laughs> so told me you don't have a release date, but what is what is the theme of that song, if you can tell us a little um, bit about it is, that. Uh, it is very classic classic rock song um, oh, mixed with another classic rock song. Um, it's it's like a, um, my mom hates it when I use this word, but it's like a, a mashup kind of. It's not exactly a mashup. It's like 
she calls it a weave in. My mom is actually the one who came up with the idea. Um, okay. So weave these two together. Because Phil and I, we weren't the biggest, um, I wouldn't say, it's not fan, it's more like we weren't, we didn't have the biggest knowledge of the song that she wanted to weave it in with um, just yeah. yet. So Phil wants to and um, of course he knew exactly what she was talking about. Um, and it's, it's honestly, it's definitely, because I, I was a little bit afraid of the song at first, um, mm. but I, I think we made it work. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Now I'm going to play There's a World. Is that what it's called? Yes, there's a world that is um, the the title name of our album as well as the first song on the album. All right. Now tell me what this song is about. So I didn't actually write the song, but okay. um, Phil Kanake did while he was, I think it was just after he got out of college, um, and he, he describes it as coming to him in like a, a download sort of way. Um, I, I personally, even though I wasn't the one who wrote it, personally, I, it's definitely a unity song. It's definitely, like, I could see people uh, just, like, picking up a guitar or something and just, like, singing along to it. Um, it, it reminds me of a campfire song in the best way possible. <laughs> okay. All righty. Well, let's play
different avenues of music, you know, 
You've got it going on. And I, now you just, I can't wait to see you live in a couple weeks. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. Um, well, Nita, thank you so much for being on Chatting with Nat. Thank you so much. It was my oh, honor. Oh, oh, go ahead. I, congratulations on your song, Never Get Away. You're so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, that's Justine's baby. She, you know, it's an, it was an honor for me to be on that collaboration. I really like the song. It's a little bit something a little bit different for me, but yeah, I think we we did a good job on that, and it was an amazing experience to work with her. I can't wait to see her. I saw her this past weekend in in L.A. and I plan this. And she's going to be performing on the JMA Fest uh, stage, so that's going to. <laughs> And congratulations to you on your nominations and in the Josie Music Awards as well. Thank you. You know, we're all nominated. So hopefully we all walk walk away with some hardware, as they say, in the music world. Um, It's going to be a good time. Have you ever been to the Josie Music Awards? I have not. I have, um, I'm excited to them. <laughs> I've been to all eight. This will be my eighth one. Um, you'll have a good time. You'll definitely have a good time. It's a great, great uh, place to network and meet new people and just, you know, have a good old rocking time. So uh, <laughs> can't, can't wait to hang out and, yeah, and meet you in person. That's just going to be awesome. So excited. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Nita. All right, everybody. That was the multi-talented singer, songwriter, and producer, Nita Perez. She's awesome. Her her vocals are just like heaven to me. Um, if you want to know more about Nita Perez, you can go to her website, www.nitaperez.com. She also has a Facebook page, which is Nita Perez 007, and Instagram page, which is Nita Perez 007. And if you don't remember that, you know what you can do? You can Google. She's also on, you know, <laughs> streaming. You got to go to those streaming. Or you can actually buy the song, which is, yeah, it's, it's, it's foreign to some people. Yeah, but it's only $1.29. You can purchase it. <laughs> do coffee for one day. Um, artists need our support. Um, she's amazing. She's wonderful. And I'm honored to have her on my show and can't wait to see her perform. Until next time. Thank you, Nina. Until next time. Bye. On chatting with Nat. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.